Big ass billboards. Tut, tut, tut. Just um. Should we start the podcast? I was going to say we should we should do the introduction and then we should start talking again. Podcast. Hi everybody, welcome back to this is a terrible place to live, and this is a terrible intro to give. So here we are. The guest tried to introduce the podcast. She went podcast. She tried to do the Robert Evans thing. Yeah, she's trying to. What's uh, what's talking over my buddies? This is an inside joke that (laughs) Daniel will be very confused by. Sorry, Daniel. Sorry, Daniel. Wait, who's Daniel? Is this your friend from Ireland? Yeah. yeah, he was on an episode of the podcast. She doesn't Come listen. On. I need to listen more. Sorry. <laughs> Hi, Daniel. Anyway. Do you have a cool accent? Uh, Please no. let me know. He's from Belfast. <laughs> what does that mean? I don't know what that means. Uh, it means he talks fast. He doesn't. He doesn't sound like he's from Belfast, though. But like, what does he sound he, like? Do an impression. Pretty, do an impression. Oh, I'm not gonna. Accent. I'm not gonna do an impression of him. That would entertain him too much. It's, yeah, yeah, so do I mean, it. His no. his accent's very mild. You can listen to the episode with him on it. Okay, okay, okay. I will. Um. Anyway, we're 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 talking with Zion, our first repeat guest. Ooh, I'm so special. And uh, and apparently, I have terrible opinions. Um, no, <laughs> they love you, but they don't like. It's not even just you. It's both you and David. The same way that I, while listening to y'all talk about certain things, especially things that I like, I'm like, oh my gosh, y'all are so nitpicky and weird. Why? It's the same thing. It's the same thing. Except they're smarter about it because they're smarter than me, but they're smarter about it. <laughs> so, uh, but I'm, so they listen and think, oh gosh, these people are so dumb. Zion's, no, Zion's no, no. sisters apparently think that we we have terrible opinions about TV. Um, and I would love for them to come on the podcast and and berate Hell. us for our terrible opinions about TV. So um, that that's an open invitation to oh, them. So to any li- repeat listeners, I would just like to make a note that a few episodes back in the episode that Bobby was in, David stated that I made him watch the movie to all the boys I've loved before. Like he said, I made him watch it that like three times. I did not. It's that is exactly not three true. Times. You motherfucking liar. Am I allowed to curse on the podcast? We curse all the time, girl. I haven't been listening enough, so. <laughs> Zion knows nothing about this podcast. I he know didn't some know stuff. it existed until immediately before it, we started recording, which is surprising as she was on an episode. That's not true, <laughs> and you're a big little liar. The last time she was on the episode, she didn't know we were recording. We were just wow, that's creepy for y'all. <laughs> yeah. Weird. Weird that yeah. y'all did yeah, that. She didn't know we were recording when she had a microphone in her face where she kept going. She thought it was off. And she was like, this is a weird bit that we're doing for like an hour. <laughs> we're just David, hanging out in John's living room talking into microphones for some reason. David, I know that I'm no, I'm no smarty, I'm no smarty pants, but I feel like you're making me sound a lot more dumb than I actually am. And I find that offensive. First of all, mm-hmm. it hurts. It hurts my heart. Okay. Um, secondly, I don't have anything to say second. That's it. That's all I had to say. Well, no, so, I'm uh, berating you for liking that movie. I'm just saying that I had seen it three times, but not of my own free choosing. I would never have watched it on my own. Yes, but you just, you deliberately said Zion made me watch that movie. But I did not. I didn't. That's not true. Well, hang on. If I had had more say in that, we would never have watched it three times. 
So you definitely made me watch it. For the record, times. the first time we watched it, we were in a group setting, and I don't even think it was necessarily my idea to watch that movie. Well, well I didn't to object be, to it. I like the movie. To be fair, I believe David clarified on that episode, he said, Zion forced me to watch it three times, and he said, well, actually, at least one of the times, it was all of the earlies. Uh, someone else picked mm-hmm. it. So he did, sure. you know. Also, uh, what I would I like to say. I wasn't there, so I don't know. Y'all were bashing five feet apart like crazy. And let me tell you, first of all, your criticisms, 100% accurate, valid, yes. Is it real stupid? Like most of the parts? Absolutely. But I'm a sucker for some stupid uh, feely stuff. Makes me cry. I love it. I love watching it. I'm like, ooh, y'all are in love. I want to be in love with y'all. That's absolutely a valid opinion about those types of movies, though. It's just I don't personally enjoy those. But they're so good. They make they engineer it to make you feel a certain way. And for me, I fall right into that. I'm like, ooh, you did this to make me sad and or happy or whatever. Yeah, I'm there. Uh, I mean, fucking gosh. If we belittle you for liking those movies, you can belittle us for being pretentious. And it's a two-way street where neither of us are happy. I do belittle you for being pretentious. Yeah, she literally did that when I got on the call. The first thing she said to me was that we were too pretentious about Stranger Things. I yeah. I I want to make it very clear to both of you, just for the record, I love you both very much, and I hope that I never hurt your feelings by saying stuff like that. I do mean it, but uh, I mean it apart from how much I like you as a person, you know? You feel me? I don't think anyone agrees with my opinions on media, like at all, like David and I almost never agree. David, I agree with David closer than anyone else I know, really. But like well, nobody else agrees with me. So I'm used to just having people be like, no, you're wrong. And that, so I'm the okay with that. The weird thing is half the time, the thing is y'all say a lot of things and y'all think about a lot of like aspects of like media a lot more than I do. And the thing is when you bring up points, I don't necessarily disagree. Like you make a lot of valid points and I'm like, yeah. But I'm also like, is it like genuinely, does it is it interesting to y'all to think about all this? Because I'm just like, ooh, I'm going to sit down and watch this movie or TV show, and I'm just going to enjoy it. Because I don't like to think about anything because I'm a dumbass. Uh, I, that doesn't bode well for my future, but um, whatever. I mean, I think David and I both want to get involved in the industry at some point in some That's way. Fair. So I think That's it's fair. interesting to us from that aspect, you know. That's fair. Okay, that makes more sense. Yeah, but I mean, if I watch a movie and then I can think about all of the the deeper inner workings of that movie, then I can get more out of it than just the enjoyable experience. I can also get more, you know? That's fair. It's about getting the most out of a piece of content. And I I definitely go overboard. Like we discussed uh, in the last episode of the podcast that I took notes during my first and only viewing of uh, uh, I'm Thinking of Ending Things. And that was a mistake. I shouldn't have done that. That's absolutely ridiculous. It ruined the experience. But like, I told him, I do take it too far so that it's a fair criticism. But like, I do enjoy it. Yeah. I don't know, but like I, to reiterate, it's like y'all, the, a lot of the points y'all bring up, I do not disagree with. I'm just like, okay, <laughs> like I, I don't, I, I don't know. It just is not. I guess it, it, I, I don't know. I don't know. Oh. I, I lost my train of thought, and I am a dumb 
low baby. Um, breaking news uh, for the podcast. All of our listeners uh, have heard it here first. Zion uh-huh. has admitted to being a dumb little baby. And now we all know. I feel like I've admitted to that before. Um, so Zion, do you have like a movie? I should know this as your best friend. You should. Do you have a movie that is your number one favorite movie? Nothing comes close. Um, I do not, but I do have a few, like maybe two or three that are some of my favorites. Can I say those? You can. Yeah. I'll, permit, I'll allow it. Um, let me think here. Some of my favorites ever. Um, The Perks Being a Wallflower. Love that movie. I just, I, I do. I, I love that movie. Um, shoot. What else? Um, I love I'm The Fault in Our Stars. I'm going to guess I haven't seen any of them. I love The Fault in Our Stars. I do. I can't I help it. I haven't seen that one. It's so good. It's so freaking good. Um, there's also just like, I guess, to a certain degree with a couple of these, I'm sort of biased or whatever, because they're like childhood favorites. Like I love uh, nostalgia, but that that's fair. I think we all like have the little, films. like the older little women with uh, Winona Ryder and Christian Bale. Mm. I have seen that one. Mm-hmm. Okay. I love that. All the star Wars, Lord of the Rings. And when I say all the star Wars, I do mean all of them. I love all of them. Do you like um, droids, the animated TV show? No, I don't mean the fucking cartoon TV shows. No. Well, actually, Clone Wars is good, but we'll, we'll, we'll move on. I mean, all of the full-length uh, uh, live-action movies. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Um, oh, you specified live-action. I was going to say Clone Wars, the movie. No. I was I was going to say the, uh, the Ewok adventures. Yeah. But those are definitely Ooh, some special. favorites. The holiday special. I haven't seen that actually. Um, I, I haven't. Some either. like, I guess it's weird to me. I'm certain not a movies fan. Like, I am stated not a fan of Star Wars, David. You can't call me a fake fan. All right, we'll let Zion talk. Um, Go ahead. Sorry. Like movies, like uh, Perks of Being a Wallflower, are simultaneously movies that are very weird they're like comfort movies that make me depressed but also make me feel somehow not even make me happy but make me feel okay when i'm already depressed like that i don't know how to explain that exactly but like they just they they they're just they're just they're just the best they're just really good i love i love um yeah five feet apart is drifting into that it's not at the same level as like but it's so, it's just so sweet. So and would you, would you say you, you like the, you like the, um, teenage love interest is dying genre? Um, yes. But then again, I wouldn't say necessarily like there's tons of them. Obviously, since there's tons and tons of those movies, I haven't seen most of them. Right. There's, like there's I, tears, of course. Yeah. I think literally the ones, the ones that I have seen yes. are the ones that I love. Like. The Fault in Our Stars and Five Feet Apart. Those are probably the only ones I can think of. Those are the ones that I've seen. However, I do like The Fault in Our Stars much more than I like Five Feet Apart. I do like Five Feet Apart, but not as much. It's not on the same level. It's not the same. But basketball. Ah, we're going to talk about basketball. Um, Oh, boy. I don't know why. John, do you know anything about basketball? 
Um, I did want to play basketball when I was like eight. Um, but Just then like I found out that there was I will... a game that you wanted to join. No, like <laughs> I, I tried, to, I tried to get pretty good at basketball and then I was thinking like, I wanted to join a team, but then I never did. So, you know, I like, I, I played it outside a lot. The thing is once I learned that there were rules, um, I quit liking basketball. Everything That's sucks fair. once it has rules. I mean, all sports, they, they're cool in concept. And then they start telling you, oh, there's rules. And you go, oh, no, yeah. What I've discovered while watching basketball more and more is I feel I, I a, don't understand how in the world you learn to do this and B feel so sorry for the for the um, the refs because the amount like, OK, the things that they can get fouled for do are not. I don't. That's not <laughs> fuck, fuck off! I'm having a conversation. Um, no, but like, not even feel sorry. I just don't understand how they are able to make calls like that because there's there's so much like contact all the time, and like sometimes I'm like, oh, that would toad that should be a foul, right? And then they say nothing about it. And other times I'm like, oh, nothing bad happened. And then they're like, oh, that's a like a major foul. And I'm like, what? I don't understand how you. Like how you call that? It doesn't making it doesn't make any fucking sense. I don't get it. It's very confusing. Very very confusing. David, you look like you have something to say, but you don't want to say it. I don't have. I don't know what to say to be honest, because I don't know anything um, about basketball. I've been to two Rockets games. Both of them were because my sisters were singing in the choir that sang the national anthem at the beginning of the Rockets game. Yeah, I've been to one Rockets game and yeah, it was that because sounds I, about was, right. I was in the band playing the national anthem for the Rockets game and that's the and I didn't even stay for the game, so. And to it's, clarify, sorry David, go ahead. It seems really easy to get to be the person singing the national anthem at the Rockets it's game. It's so it's so easy to be the person doing the national anthem anywhere. I was the band I was in did it for the Astros seven or eight times while I was in it and I did it every single time. Not hard. I should I should just try and say, I'll sing the national anthem for you. Go out there, bomb. And then <laughs> everyone's like, gosh, that was a terrible national anthem. Then I can achieve Fergie's status and <laughs> the pop culture zeitgeist. Do you really want to achieve uh, Fergie status? Is that what you is that yeah, really what you that's all aspire I, that's all to I've do? ever wanted. Okay. All he Weird. wants is to get to a point where he can say that he is certified for delicious. Yeah. Certified rat. Seven days of rat. Wet ass rat. Make that pull out game rat. Sorry. Off topic. Um there should be a mashup of that song with a Fergie song. Or Fergie featured on a remix. Oh um, gosh. I like that. I like um, that a lot. A sample of her I national think- anthem. Uh, <laughs> it's really weird to me suddenly caring about basketball because I, for literally my entire life, despite the fact that I played like little league, like baseball, which fucking sucked. Uh, it was horrible. Um, but I don't care about sports. I, they do not interest me. And I think that they're kind of dumb, but suddenly my sisters are really who my sisters, my entire family is like that. But suddenly within the last several months my sister's like ah i'm losing my shit over basketball they really care about basketball and now i'm i can't help myself now i care a little bit and also jimmy butler is the cutest sweetest most amazing person i've ever seen in my entire life and i would fuck that man um i would 
Is he like 31? Yes. I'd still do it. So I don't know uh, who that is. He's a player for the Miami Heat. And he the is one player for the Miami Heat. They don't have any other players. It's just him. Fuck you. Um I was gonna say, I wish my family was a basketball family because I think it is objectively the most entertaining sport. It is. It's very fast paced and there's stuff happening all the time. Motherfucker, have you watched yeah. soccer? Soccer gets so slow. It'll be like half an hour and they've just kicked it up and down the field and nothing's <laughs> happened. They just, they, they freaking break their legs and like d- kill each other on the field. It's crazy. Mm. You're watching the wrong soccer. <laughs> No, I watch like World Cup whenever it happens. And then I'm like, oh, America sucks. And I get sad. That's the only time you realize America sucks. Wow. <laughs> no, I realize that on a daily basis. Yeah, I have that like almost like at least once an hour. I'm like, damn, America really fucking sucks. Um, um, just but no, regularly. Basketball, it's just the, it's to the point. There's always stuff going on and just, a little dumb dumb with a short attention span can watch it and go, this is great. Hey! No, I was hey! talking about me. I was talking about oh. me. Well, that's not nice to you. Buddy. Here's, here's the thing. When it's something, I can enjoy pretty much any form of entertainment if I'm watching it with someone who cares a lot about it, which is why, yeah. before we started the podcast officially, uh, Heidi was saying we should watch Buffy. And I was like, I would love to with someone, but like not by myself. It's the same thing with sports. I, Dude. If I don't really care, if I'm watching it with someone who cares, I I enjoy it. I went to a no. football game with my brother-in-law in 2015. And I before and after have never cared about football, but that game was like the most fun I've ever had at a sports tournament. It was awesome. That's how I feel like it's gotten because suddenly my sisters care about it. So now I'm like, oh, Gosh, now I'm kind of, oh, I'm kind of into it. What, what, who am I? What have I become? But I will never bend on my hatred for football. I'm sorry, but that's the dumbest fucking sport. And I don't understand why people care. I can't, I just, I can't. Why? Are you feeling attacked there, David? A little bit. I I, I enjoy a good football game. You can agree with me that it's stupid. Come on. I think that in general, most like diehard football fans are the worst worst people but i can enjoy a good football game good football game i'll follow the saints and the tigers just know what's going on be happy when they win be like oh good i just feel like it's so i don't know like granted this is coming from a place where like i don't i don't know very much about football i don't know how the rules work but i'm just like I can understand being interested. Like I can, I can be into like basketball. Cause to me, at least I'm like, the, I don't know. It just seems like it has more, more structure in a good way. Like there's more, more than just, Oh, these guys who have the ball and then they have to like fucking try to kill each other before they get the ball to this certain place. That's- and Hang on. I, that is That's oversimplifying a, football a lot. I, need, I know, but... I have a it, rebut. A rebut. A rebut. Um, Please rebut me. I think that is not a good criticism of football. 
football has so much structure. I think it has way more than any other sport. It's just like you line up. That's why they have markings like all the way down the field of just like how far a yard is. They don't have that with other sports, you know, like. like but f- it's just so. It gets down to like inches where they're like, oh. Football's got the- maybe too many rules, right? So many yeah. rules that it doesn't that it doesn't have any sort of skill anymore. Right. It's just like, follow the rules and get the most points. I don't know. It's, it's, it's kind of broken down so deeply into such a structured event that it is kind of less structured in, in a way. I don't Me know saying how- structure may have been, may have been the wrong choice of words. I can't really describe it. It just seems like, so there's definitely a, a skill set required for basketball that isn't quite the same for football. Cause like for football, you just kind of have to be big and, and run fast and throw and catch. Well, like for basketball, there is a little bit more skill put into it and more thought, I guess the, the main yeah. thing is that from, from the perspective of someone watching, if you're not big into the sport, you don't know the, the game plans that go into yeah. that type of thing. Yeah. So like, when you sit down with someone who really knows about that sport and they explain it to you, it starts to become more interesting because you start to understand what's actually happening yeah, on fair. the field. That's right? And that's the same that's for fair. football and basketball and soccer and just anything except There's hockey. So much... Hockey's just a fucking nightmare. It is it. Is There's it a joke that I heard once that I'm going to repeat now because I thought it was okay. funny. Um, and it was someone said, uh, once I was at a fight and a hockey game broke out, um, Ha 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 ha. Ha ha ha. Just a good one-liner joke. Uh, <laughs> okay. Anyway, huh. yeah, hockey okay. is just like what Northerners do to get rid of their aggression. I think. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> Northerners are weird. What do Southerners do to get rid of their aggression? I don't know. Uh, own slaves. I don't know. Beat up gay people. Uh, <laughs> oh gosh, David. Made bad jokes. Uh, we both just made a terrible joke, and I didn't even hear what yours was, but I already know what it was. John, what was yours? We're not going back. Um, We're good. We'll move on. Uh, you asshats. Uh, no, I think that's the problem with the South. They got too much pent up aggression. That's not a... <laughs> Have you driven in Houston? <laughs> Maybe we just need hockey. Gosh, I hate living no, in the South. No. I hate it so much. No hockey. Uh, no, I was fuck. I was driving down forty five the other day, and I think I was probably going about like maybe like eighty, eighty five, something like that. And there's this fucking asshole on a motorcycle, no helmet, nothing, just on a motorcycle, like weaving around all the cars, like there, like in a like in half a second, he was. I couldn't even see him any. Like he had to be going at least like one i don't even know 110 or 120 oh fuck off you (laughs) you had to be going at least one mile per hour probably more (laughs) you know what i meant and you also oh my gosh people people on on little motorcycles are notoriously bad about going so fast it's so dangerous why (laughs) stop it's because they're like, listen, I have less safety than everyone else, as is. What if I just push it? 
<laughs> like, yeah. what if I just die? Okay, sad, but okay. It's, I have a I have a question for y'all because I have been seeing um I saw something the other day, somebody talking, it was on TikTok, first of all. Somebody who was from who had lived and grown up in the South, like in or not even just in the South, but in Texas primarily, and went somewhere else. And they were talking about how people had pointed out to them all the time how this person from Texas, whenever they talk about like distance, like how long it takes to get somewhere or like how far away it is, they'll talk in like time and hours. They'll be like, oh, it's like a half hour away or it's like, you know, two hours away, three hours away. Whereas they were saying the people there outside of Texas were like, why don't you just say it in like miles? Like that's what we, why wouldn't like, I was wondering if that seems accurate to you. Apparently people outside of Texas, a lot of times don't necessarily say it in terms of time, but say it in like miles, like that place is like 10 miles away or something like that. Is that a thing? I have no concept of how long a mile is. I think I do sometimes, but then I'm like, no, I don't. I don't have yeah, any I, concept. Of my concept of, of distance is, is kind of messed up just because I, I, I don't think in distance. I don't know, but I, that is true that outside of, like bigger states people do it in miles like in michigan all of my relatives in michigan do things in miles i'll be like oh how far is it and they'll be like oh i don't know like 30 miles and i'll be like that is not an answer to how far is it <laughs> yeah i don't get it i think Why? the most relevant information is how long it takes to get there you know like yeah that's what's going to help you the most and i think i think it 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 matters more in, in Texas, the reason it, it's more prevalent in Texas is because the state's so big. It, we drive so far for things, but we have highways that make it shorter. So if you say it's, it's probably, it's like 30 miles from shit. I don't even know miles. I can't say, but like you could go the same distance from one place to another in Texas and get, and have like an hour trip and then go yeah. the same distance somewhere else and have like a 20 minute trip. So, yeah. Um, the something that has happened with me is I'll get to the point where I'll measure how long it takes to get somewhere by how many songs it takes to drive that far. I'll um, do that sometimes, but then when I'm I'll trying to cue like, a bunch of songs for the ride. Well, I'll do that. I'll get messed up though. Cause I'll be like, Cause then like Venice bitch by Lana Del Rey will play. And then I'm like, that's right. like two songs. <laughs> How long is that? That's it's nine minutes. Yeah. Oh gosh. Yeah. It's a long, uh, long one. It makes me really happy when a song that I really like, like all the way through the whole song is like a long song. And granted, this does not compare to nine minutes long, but like that song by Muna, the it's going to be okay. Baby is like five and a half or something minutes long. And I like it because it's the whole, I like the whole song and I'm like, Oh, this lasts so long. I love it. That's yeah. what she didn't say. Uh, Venice bitch is nine and a half minutes. Yes. Nine minutes, 37. YouTube music yeah. says nine minutes, 38. So you've got like, you know, Whoa. eight, eight seconds. You've got a second uh, worse, you know, Whoa, Zion disappeared and now it's Miriam. Hi, Miriam. Wait, Welcome no. to our podcast, Miriam. Uh, <laughs> Wait, no. Why did I disappear? No. No. Also, What's happening? Miriam, when I uh, 
went on Spotify to uh, see how long Venice Fitch was. I was like, oh, Miriam's listening to Phoebe Bridgers. Good job, Miriam. <laughs> Shocker. <laughs> Crazy. I mm. uh, la, 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 la. long story, yeah. but there is a or it's not even a long story. What am I saying? There's a TikTok dance trend now to a Phoebe Bridgers song. And I showed it to like Bethany and Miriam and it makes them they did not like it at all. They said this is gross. They did not like it. I showed that to you, right? No, but or no, was it just Bethany then? I thought I showed it to you. It's like motion sickness. It's like, I've got emotion, motion sickness. Zion's oh, dancing, you're... by the way. It's a good song. You're fucking old. You want to talk about that song being old? You're old. Oh, okay. Who are you I just calling mean, old? Like, obviously, the TikTok uh, uh, kids aren't like Baby Bridgers fans because maybe they maybe are. Miriam's a gatekeeper. She's like fake. The TikTok kids only know Dreams by Fleetwood Mac because of that ocean spray guy. <laughs> I mean, come on. Who is the? I don't know what <laughs> you're talking about at all. I don't know. Oh any no, of you that. pick how much she was criticizing. <laughs> well, no, I don't even know what she's talking about about some ocean spray guy or about Fleetwood Mac. I mean, I know Fleetwood Mac, but I don't know what you're talking about. I don't Me know what dear. you're talking about. I'm not gonna explain it to you. Okay. Someone explain to me why people get their nipples pierced. I don't get it. That was a whoa! I got whiplash. Sorry. Transition. Uh, Long story, but to to me, it it, it popped into my head for reasons. But it it, don't worry about it. I guess people like having their nipples hard, and they're like, "What if I did that all the time?" (laughs) Is it worth it? I don't know. I don't know. I don't have them. I don't get it. Wait, should I should I get them pierced Ooh, and let you know? Like for the podcast, John, everyone will listen to us if you get your nipples pierced. Do it. <laughs> or record a podcast while John gets his nipples pierced. How long does it take? I think it's not probably long. not long. You could be there for the for the <laughs> Maybe we could vlog it. That would be easier, right? John, are you gonna do this? Are you considering this? Please. Please. Please what? I can't tell if you I, want me to or I, want me to not. I No, I definitely want you to. I don't know why I want this so bad, um, <laughs> but I do. You know what I sure. want? Sure, I'll do And it. what I've been asking David to do for my birthday, for Christmas, for so long, is to grow out what little and sparse facial hair he has. Oh, I thought you were going to all I want for me to get TikTok. No. Well, I mean, and... I do want that, but that's not related I just want you okay, whatever yeah. little baby hairs. I just want them to become long and see how ridiculous you look. <laughs> I should get hair grafted onto my face. Should you? No. Like, can you can you get yeah, maybe... for your face? Because I know you can get for your scalp. But can you get okay, but it, just... when you when you get like a, a hair plug, you you get like a patch of like it. You can't do it to your face. Don't don't do it to your face. <laughs> All I'm imagining, David, is your face looking like um, Tobias's head in the, that season of uh, Arrested. Yeah. And it's not a good, it's not good. It's oh, bad. Oh, that would be great. Everyone would be like, wow, you've got such a voluptuous beard. Voluptuous like doesn't this. apply to beard. No, but, no, no, um, no, no. 
they'll yeah. say that and i'll be like that's the wrong use of voluptuous and they'll be like this is your hypothetical why why is this happening <laughs> why why great question why is this happening um what was i gonna say oh yeah so david shaved my head this week that okay. was really intimate for our relationship um <laughs> For those of you who are listening who don't know what Zion looks like, whoever you may be, um, she looks like Caillou. David, don't say that about me. That's a big insult. Uh, That is not not nice at all. She looks like sexy Halloween Caillou. Is that better? (laughs) I don't like you calling me sexy or Caillou. (laughs) I don't don't like that either, David. That makes me very uncomfortable. I thought it was going to be complimentary because she'll be like, I may look like Caillou, but at least I'm hot. I also don't like thinking of sexy Caillou. That's, that's a the nice... main thing that's bothering me here is, is that sentence. Real I bad. That Real bad. It sounds bad because he is a child, but the person who's dressed up with him is not. There's probably sexy baby Yoda that's happening. Stop. Right? Stop. Stop. But, but, okay, but baby Yoda's 50 years old, so. That's true. But also, I mean, think about a really sexy 50-year-old. Actually, wait a second. Show, you'd be grossed out. You'd be like, what is happening? Can I, someone yes. can someone Google how old Tay Diggs is? Because who? Tay I don't Diggs. know who that is. Tay Diggs? Yeah. Just that? look up the name. I don't know how you spell it, but... I'm going to assume you, you spell it Tay, Tay Diggs. Diggs. How old is Tay Diggs? How old is... Hold on. Heidi's looking it up. Heidi's looking it up. 49 years old. Okay, two. 52, I would look up a picture of that man because he is... He's 49. I would boink that man all day. You're alienating our audience. They don't know who this is. Well, look up a picture of him. Your audience doesn't know who Tate Diggs is. They get the fuck out. Wait, if they... What did you say? You said it it again, again, but louder. If your audience doesn't know who Tate Diggs is, they can get the fuck out. You are our audience, so I guess you do know. So we do um, know who he is. Does Daniel know who Tay Diggs is? I don't know what Daniel knows. I don't know. It's, it's, it's David Penn from It's, it's y'all, Daniel, and Bobby. So, like, I don't know. Bobby, do you know and who Tay Diggs is? Those randos from all around the world that we've been getting. Oh, yeah, there's some random guy in, in South Korea. Well, actually, I don't know their gender, so yeah, I won't presume. Yeah, but, I don't. I don't know. get gender demographics on my... Uh, Heidi and Miriam are discussing the production of your podcast and advertising and getting the word out and all that. So just so you know, Ooh, make us back. a billboard. Get us a billboard. Hey, guys, first we need to get the production value up. We need to kind of clean up the production a little bit. You know, <laughs> and then but a little bit of a fence. Marketing is we like will the second move on to marketing step. strategy. Okay. Yeah. I think this is actively bringing down the production value of our podcast. Because y'all aren't even next if to a microphone. If you had a producer, they would tell you to cut this shit out. <laughs> That's all no, I'm saying. No, but it's good content. We want your voices. It's not, no, it's not the Did you want as, I've, <laughs> as I've said on the previous episodes, we want authenticity. They want everything. That's what y'all want. I'm, I'm tapped into our all. I know. Holy fuck. Uh. <laughs> also, the more you have your audience on the podcast... Who's listening? <laughs> <laughs> I thought of that. I like, uh, yeah. But what if Zion that doesn't listen anyway. 
Uh, yeah, I, I have been I have been wondering about having our guests be uh, listeners. Ooh, we should start just getting randos off the street. I used randos twice in like five minutes. I never use that word. Um, we should just start hanging out with people that we, we meet out in public because that's, this is the time to start that. We need to be meeting everyone and having them on our podcast. Guys, I'm sorry, but I might need to get off soon because Miriam and Heidi really want to eat. TMI. Um, that's fair. Stop doing that. Whenever I say anything like getting off of work or or getting off of a Zoom call, David says, TMI. <clears throat> Everyone has to that. get off sometimes. I have to get off a lot of times. Yeah, you don't have to oh, tell me about it. Normal. David, I will tell you about it. I'm sorry, David, do you want me to tell you about it or not tell you about it? Because it's a little unclear at this point. I made my opinion known. Um, no. We didn't even no. talk about the car at all. That's because da- John doesn't, John hasn't seen it. Well, we so can he tell would be him alienated. It. it is a horror movie. Uh-huh. And it is beautiful. Okay, John. I don't care about spoiling this movie for you. I'm just going to tell you the, the moment that I said, this movie is perfect. There is a woman in her living room on a phone. A car is driving down the street. It drives through her window all the way through the house, runs her over, goes out the back of her house. It's on another road. So good. Just, I love it. I, I'm, I'm going to watch it. I am. It it's on beautiful. Netflix. Please watch. There, I just—it's just about a car that wants to kill people, and that's all the story is. Actually, there's a guy who's drunk, but it—it's not important to the plot at all. Yeah, it's not important at all. Also, there's a kid who's drawing his like teacher naked, but that also not important at all. Yeah, they're like, "Hey, your student drew you naked," and then the teacher's like, "That's cool." That's with me. normal. And then the teacher and the principal's like, "That's not cool." And then the other teachers make fun of her. They're like, oh, is she is she got a stick up her butt. She doesn't want kids drawing you naked. <laughs> Typical. So Am weird. I right? Okay. Uh, yeah. Good movie. Uh, <laughs> really good movie. Josh Brolin's Gosh. dad. That's what. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It's such a good movie. He rides around on a motorcycle. Uh, we think the car wanted to be intimate with him. Yeah, there was some sexual tension. Like for sure. All yes. right. With the oh. car. With the car. What can uh, I say? Man on car sexual attraction. It's it exists. I mean, uh, there's an entire Queen song about it. So yeah. Actually, yeah. just talk to like ninety percent of or no, talk to many many men that I have met that talk about a, cars like they want to fuck it. I watched a My Strange Addiction episode about that. About guys wanting to screw cars? About a guy who um, was in a relationship with his car. Shut up, Miriam. This is for when you're on the podcast. <laughs> oh, yeah. They also said they'd love to have you all on. Okay. Since y'all really want to be on the podcast. The deal. And then no one will listen. I, 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 just, can't, I just can't shut up is the problem. Yeah, here, I here, already... Here's the deal. I would absolutely love to have you all on the podcast, and I would love to do any sort of, like... Any sort of like collaboration on a on projects that y'all want to do, I'm down. Do you think? It sounds awesome. John is in. 
I did already tell, I already told them, uh, guys, that they will be talking probably about 6% of the time, and y'all... Okay, no, I am strictly producer role. Here's the thing, y'all may not know this about me, but I'm extremely good at telling people what to do. It's I do know skill. that about you. I do it know that about one, you. It is my one skill. Um, You're really good at it. That's that's what I do. She tells me what to do all day. I heard this oh, we were just trying that. to say, we were trying to be involved in this podcast today, but I but. can't be quiet for that long. It's the problem. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Sounds so, about right. Can you can't be quiet. But, uh, no. So we're sorry if we ruined it. Anyway, but I do need a skitter okay. so I can eat some I eat some chips and queso before I get the queso gets cold and gross. Yeah. All right. Yeah. We we can. We I'll can see y'all later. I'm sorry yeah. to cut All it right. short. We'll probably like have a joke about like saying mean things about you once you leave. Well, but, fuck both of we you. We don't mean it. No, we don't mean it. We don't. Mean yeah. It. Okay. Enjoy sure. the game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh huh. Oh, I will. All right. I'll see y'all when I see you, you punks. All right. I don't know how to get out of this. Uh, there should I be a little don't. end. Wait. No, I think I, I figured it out. I I I found the button. I found the button. I'm going to press the button. Don't push the okay. red button. Bye. Bye. What if we uh, release the episode with none of the part with her in it? What if we just start now? <laughs> if we, we just say, start we now. We had some stuff at the beginning, but we had to cut it. Yeah. There we go. <laughs> oh, wow. Um, we had a long intro, um, but, yeah, but we we're starting down. Now. Because we were told professionalism from Heidi. That's right. No, yeah. that's not what we're gonna do. This is a joke. This is this is all gonna be left in authenticity, as I've said. John is making out with his microphone. I was eating it. Thank you. The two are not mutually exclusive. You can do both simultaneously. Uh, that would uh, I no nope. Speaking from personal experience, um, what? <laughs> what? I have both eaten and made out with microphones simultaneously. David, uh-huh. are you into vor? <laughs> Only with microphones. Okay, it's a very Yikes. specific <laughs> subsection of a fetish. <laughs> uh. I don't think that uh, rule 34 exists, but I don't think that exists. So, oh, well, have I disproven the rule by, I don't know what I've done. What have I done? <laughs> what have I done? Uh, you've made my life uh, insignificantly worse. Um, fuck, where did I put my phone? There was something I was going to look up. I am on a laptop, but. I wanted to use my phone to do it. Where did I place it? Um, uh, well, mine's right here, so. Well, that doesn't help, John. Um, well, here, you can use it. We can we can cut this part out. Oh, there it is. Is that it? No, it's not it. <laughs> Never mind. Um, <laughs> what did you do with your phone? Do I need to, like, text you to make it ding? I think I ate it and made out with it. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Ooh, that would be a good sound uh, bite. I think I ate it and made out with it. That'll be the intro. Like the cold open. Um, 
What intro are we doing now? I don't even know. Uh, last episode, I didn't actually put an intro. Oh, really? I didn't because listen. we we started <laughs> we started in to the episode, and then I introduced it, and then we kept going. So I just did that. Oh yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. This one, we probably need an intro. Yeah. To to be fair, what Heidi was saying about us needing to be more professional, <laughs> if we want to like actually make this podcast interesting, she's got a point. As I look for my phone on the podcast, <laughs> I would I would totally be down. I'm I'm gonna cut some of this stuff because I uh, I do that when we get onto uninteresting topics, but uh, I'll leave this in so that if Heidi actually listens to this, she knows I would 100% actually be down Heidi for you to like produce the show. If and I you do actually want to, we need to put more effort into like having things that we want to talk about. Yeah. Yeah. I, we, we need to put more effort into the show and as a whole, but um, we're just going to have a planning meeting on the podcast. Like, that's okay. a good idea we could do that let's have heidi on Ooh, that could be her episode have heidi on to talk about what we need to do to 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 start having her produce the podcast uh-huh that makes I think sense. It's a good idea i think it's a good idea heidi this is an invitation um an episode sometime soon yeah yeah miriam Speaking... you can come on as well and we'll I don't know what we'll do. Yeah, come on. We'll have, Everyone we'll have a can, conversation. Anyone who listens to this podcast is allowed to be on an episode <laughs> if they ask us. <laughs> Basically, yeah. I think yeah. we've had all but two of our listeners on the podcast. Uh, What? Miriam and Heidi. And Andrew. Oh, Andrew hasn't been on. Does Andrew yeah. listen regularly? Not regularly, no. But he listened to the first 12 episodes whoa so, that was a streak wonder yeah, what happened yeah. in episode 12 where he said no more <laughs> i i don't know if that's when he stopped i just know that he's listened to at least the first 12 um because he he listened when he went to slovakia last year so andrew i don't know what we've done to hurt you to make you leave us but we'll do anything to get you back we will do unspeakable things i'll eat this microphone and make out with it simultaneously <laughs> i refuse to make out with it while i eat it uh poor microphone microphone's like ah he only ate me he didn't make out with me sorry not into that Ugh. what is this at ep- this episode i think will be a train wreck no oh, offense to Zion, 100%. but there's just chaotic stuff going on the whole time you know well and you know they before you got on she was saying that they listened to the episode that zion was on previously on the way up uh-huh. and that's when heidi was saying that we need a producer uh <laughs> to be fair i don't know heidi how many episodes you've listened to that is the most chaotic episode we have had <laughs> yet and it's all because of zion i will blame Wait, her she was on the podcast she leaves and now we're gonna throw her into the bus Zion, we love you. I'm just saying you you bring a chaotic energy. I don't agree with John. I, I'm stating for the record that this is slander. And what what about I will it not is slander? With this with this vitriol. 
Um, what what about it is slander? Zion brings a chaotic energy. That's fine. Uh huh. Chaotic energy. That's slanderous. You don't want to. Okay, if I what got caught talking behind your back and you find out about it and you're like, David goes around saying that I bring chaos everywhere I go. You'd be like, oh, that's kind of rude of David. I don't bring chaos everywhere. I was meaning it more in like the D and D term. Like she's a chaotic good, right? I don't, I don't know anything about Dungeons and Dragons, John. Why you got to do, do me like that. I'm not doing you like anything, David. Oh, no. <laughs> Why did I sound disappointed? That was, I was like, what was that noise? And then I was like, that was the sound of disappointment, which is not accurate. Is anyone still listening? <laughs> Has anyone gotten this far? What even are we talking about? Nothing. This episode is... Just- the title of this episode will be Nothing Matters. We just need to in, like embrace like existential nihilism with this podcast. We're like, eh, who cares? And we'll just go straight into absurdism. We need to get a soundboard where it's just going off all the time, you know? I do want a soundboard, to be completely honest. I want a soundboard for this podcast. <laughs> I think that our production value though would be better in person. I think we were getting there because like we were going to do the video with like the setup that you had and everything. Yeah. I I'm very proud of the podcast in a way that I shouldn't be <laughs> like, I'm proud that it exists. I'm proud that we've kept doing it. I think that it's interesting to listen to. And I think we'll get better as we go on. I think I am definitely <laughs> a weight to the podcast more than a benefit. <laughs> That John would be making great things, but I'm just here. I look, I can't do a podcast by myself. Like podcasts with one person are so boring to me. I just, I would never be able to. There was one that I listened to for a little bit, but then I, I don't know what it was though. Yeah. They're not as good. Cody Co originally had a podcast where it was just him, but he often had guests and those were the best episodes. And uh, Curtis Connor has a podcast that's just him talking, and it's really, really boring. Oh, no, there is a good one. There's Resting Bitch with Ali Makovsky. Good podcast. But she does have lots of guests. Normally, though, the ones where it's just her sitting there ranting about things, great episodes. I prefer the ones where she doesn't have guests. That's fair. <laughs> yeah, I, I would not be good at that, though. Like... I mean, that's basically my YouTube channel already anyway, so. And that's what I do for five minutes. Sometimes whenever there are stages that I can get on where they don't say no, boo. Yeah, yeah. Ooh, I should start doing like my own like spinoff podcast where it's just me doing five minute stand up bits. Sure, why not? Why would that be a podcast? I don't know. You can just do a video. Just just five minute clips on the podcast channel. No, I'm John. I'm starting a rival channel. I'm leaving you behind. I wouldn't be able to edit it. I don't know. <laughs> I don't have the technical abilities to do that. You're gonna, you're These are hurt, empty threats. You're, you're gonna hurt me. 
Don't leave me, David. Don't leave me. I need you. Oh, something I noticed today that really bugs me is often there'll be those ads for podcasts that you get while you're listening to the podcast, right? Yeah. That's that does bug me. That's but that's not what I'm getting at. They'll always say though, listen to this wherever you get podcasts, right? Yeah. But I get podcasts on Acast and they're often not on there. Here's the thing about Acast. Acast, the process of getting your podcast on Acast is a pain. Because ours is on Acast. Mm-hmm. And, and it took me that. it took me like a month to figure out how to get it there. Yeah. I, and I don't uh, remember the process anymore. I don't remember what it was. But thankfully, you know, it automatically updates from the RSS feed. So well, you only got to do it once. But once you've done it once... See, what happened was when I started like getting into podcasts, it was because when well, no, I listened to Night Vale for a while before, but I listened to that on YouTube because um, they post them all to their YouTube channel. Right. Yeah. Um, but I listened to uh, Fantastic Adventures with uh, Dean and Bertie, or Bertie and Dean. I don't know which way they do it, but Dean Dobbs and Bertie Gilbert, they had a podcast. Yeah. Um, and they did 10 episodes. And it was an Acast exclusive with nowhere else. So then I downloaded Acast and then I was like, I'll just use this one. And I didn't realize that there are a bunch of podcasts that they don't put on there. Like Nate Bargatze's podcast isn't on there. So I've got to go to Spotify for that. I don't like listening to podcasts on Spotify because then it'll start recommending me podcasts instead of music, which isn't what I yeah. want. No. Yeah. I, I used to use... Um... Oh, gee, I don't remember what it's called. I used to use just a random podcast app that was free. The thing is, it didn't have like an account. So every time I got a new device, which I switched between devices a lot for in a very short period of time and lost all of it, you lose all of your subscriptions. And then I had to go remember everything that I'd done and like mark all the ones that I'd listened to as listened already. And like, there's a real pain. So then I just started using Google Play Music because they have a podcast feature and that sucks. It's terrible. And then I switched to Google Podcasts and it's also very bad, but it's better than Google Play Music. And so I just use that. I have Acast and it's probably the best podcast app I've used just like in the way that it works. It actually works really well. But yeah, not everything is on there. They I'd just... they. Like- they aren't one of the the podcast um, platforms that has an easy uh, like RSS catcher. Cause like usually whatever, like I use anchor to put the podcast up and they have an option where you're just like, yeah, put it on everything. And they send it out to like seven or eight different platforms. But uh, Acast isn't on that. Um, what was I going to say? Yeah, I'd say out of all of the podcast apps that I have used, Acast has like the best like functionality. Like it works really well. Oh, that's what it's called. The one I used for the longest time was Podcast Republic. And it's uh very uh very it's not user friendly. It's very like programmer esque in the way it's set up. Oh, like one of those apps where you get on it and then you're like, This was made for someone who has like 
significantly it, more technical knowledge than I have. It, it was like, this was made for someone who knows how RSS feeds work uh-huh. and can just enter the RSS feed for the podcast they want to listen to. Oh, that's, that's insane. Who, yeah. who does that? <laughs> I mean, that's how I started listening to podcasts. So, John, you're weird. I know, I know. We never could find that uh, comic that you read. <laughs> no, I never did. I, I never, I never figured out what it was. Uh, now you're gonna think about it again, though. Have fun with fuck that. Fuck you. Fuck you. We should it cut wasn't this even out, on the podcast. Nobody knows oh, what we're yeah. talking about, David. I realize we're cutting this. Are we cutting things now? Oh gosh, David, I've what, always cut oh, things. I've sold out. Wait, hang on. Have we always been cutting things? Yes. <laughs> what even is this? What am I part of? I cut things that make me look like an asshole. But wait, do I still look like an asshole though? Uh, are there ever things where you're like, oh, that makes David look like an asshole? I mean, there's been one thing. There was, there was like one thing that I cut out that I was like, that makes both of us cancelable, but like not really cancelable. I don't know. Ooh. Um, was it the math that we messed up that one time? (laughs) The math. Yeah. We were talking about how we did about uh, the rating system on Letterboxd and then was like, that's not how fractions work. (laughs) (laughs) No, I left that in. Uh, I don't know. I think it was something about Chick-fil-A. I don't remember. Oh, I I, know that was in the episode. Did you cut it? Oh, did I leave it in? I don't know. I was debating cutting it. So maybe I left it in. That was fine. I don't remember. Basically, we said... We bigots, we big time bigots, and in does. <laughs> this will be like one of those things where, like, eventually we have careers, and then, like, 20 years into our career, someone goes back and listens to every episode of this podcast, and then they're like, <laughs> oh no, they're actually horrible, problematic people. <laughs> and then, and then we get canceled. Yeah. Great. And then they'll play this bit like with my rebut. And then they'll be like, he knew all along. He knew that he was terrible. He planned this. And then I'll be done for it. I don't know. I'm a good person. I'm not a... Yeah. I, I, you're a good person, David. I don't think I you guess I'm biased. <laughs> I like me. I'm pretty I like me. I, yeah, I, don't, I don't particularly like me. Um, uh, Neither do I. Uh, well, thanks. Uh, wow, that was so mean. Ooh, that, that wasn't as mean as what I said to Zion the other day because we were talking to Bethany and Bethany was like, okay, she was talking about how when people go into half price books, she'll see those people and she'll like play this game where she'll try and guess what sorts of books that person would buy. And then Zion said, if you saw me come into half price books, not knowing me, what sorts of books do you think I would buy? And then I said, self-help books. <laughs> what? She does, not, she does not look like the type of person who would be buying self-help books. That was a good joke, though. That's fair. Good punchline. Just on the spot. Got it. Uh, <laughs> we're rambling so much. What is this even about? I don't uh, know. 
I don't know if we can get an episode out of this one. I'm kind of wondering if this will be short. I might have to like cut out pieces. I think we can use the basketball talk. I think we can use some of the talk with Heidi and Miriam. I think we can piece something. It's going to be much different than usual, what though. It's we, going to be a what lot. What should we cut. even talk about? Oh gosh, um, David, I I can't wait until we can actually like get together and do a project again because I same, I am yeah. so tired of doing these personal projects all by myself. I want to meet up with you, come up with something, and film it and put it together. Like, and I'm so tired of this. Doing the smart thing and like working on things getting better at things like you got your new camera that you've been messing with you got you've been working on vfx you got uh the 3d printing going on which i don't know how that'll help with our short films but we can figure it out probably just for like if we need to like make something like for like set wise but um the audience can't see that i'm showing you that's why i didn't say anything the the podcasts are always best when I t- just talk to you as if there wasn't an audience anyway. So, I printed Totem from Monument Valley. Know. Wait, what? This is Totem from the game Monument Valley. I've never played that. It's a puzzle game. Totem well, Ida. Oh wait, I have seen that. I think I maybe I played a demo for it. I don't know. Um. But yeah, you've been like being productive, working on things. I guess I got a job. Yeah, you've been doing stuff. Yeah. You've been catching up on like film and stuff. You've been watching films every day since like June. I haven't watched one yet today. Or wait, hang on. Was the Wolf of Snow Hollow today when I logged it? It was. Good. Okay, so I've done mine for today. Oh, is that out? It came out on Friday. Oh, okay, cool. But it's oh, only out to that. buy on VOD right now. Oh, so, so you have to like buy it? it? Is yeah, it good I enough? It for... I liked it enough to buy it. Yeah. Okay, I might do that. I need to watch the car though. Apparently, so. <laughs> I mean, watch the Wolf of Snow Hollow before you watch the car. But <laughs> okay, I watched um, I watched something this week. What did I watch? Where's the lettered box? <laughs> but... What we were going on about, though, was like productivity. And what you said was, you've been watching lots of movies. That's not productive, though. I mean, it is, though, like for for someone who is really into film, like you're you're catching up on like film history, basically. Well, not even I haven't been watching a lot of old movies. I have watched some. I watched um, uh, Kelly Reichert's directorial debut, River of Grass. Is that how you say her last name? I don't know. Um, Kelly Richter? The one who did uh, First Cow. Okay, yeah, yeah. Is that how you say her name, Richter? I don't know. I don't know. Okay, hang on. Keep talking. Um, keep talking, John. Sorry, you, you said um after, so I figured you had something you were going to say. Yeah. I watched Fargo this week. That's what I watched. Oh, yes. Did you like it? It was okay. I don't know. There were the the Coen Brothers for me. It's either like one of the best movies I've ever seen, or just kind of like meh. Ooh, I did want to talk about this on the podcast. I saw a terrible Coen Brothers movie. So okay, the movie 
the boys in the band came out, right? Okay. That new one. That's like gay movie music thing. But I was aware of the original. There was like an old version of it. This was a remake of. So then I was thinking about other like remakes of classic movies that I, uh, that I knew of. And then I thought, oh, the Coen brothers did a remake of The Lady Killers. Oh, yeah, I The Lady Killers. Mm-hmm. So I watched The Coen brothers' Lady Killers. I had not seen the original. But this was definitely the worst Coen brothers movie I've seen. Really? It was so bad. Because I, I know the plot of that one. I haven't watched it yet, but I know the plot of it. And it sounded interesting to me. No, the plot is good. Like, I, I want to see the original Lady Killers and think, because I'm sure it's much better. Because Tom Hanks starred in this movie. Tom Hanks gave one of the worst performances I've ever seen. That's shocking. He was just doing a stupid voice the whole time, and I was just pissed off. Um, and he had a cape, and then... I think that's one of the ones that's not on Prime. There's a couple that are on Prime, and I keep meaning to watch them, but... It was on Cinemax. I, had a I don't have that. Um, J.K. Simmons is in it. Like J.K. Simmons... He gave this weird, he was all right, his performance, but like what they had written for him was about like his IBS and stuff. Like he wouldn't shut up about how he has irritable bowel syndrome and they clearly thought it was very funny, but it wasn't. I was just like, oh, can you be quiet? Uh, yeah. I don't, there's something about the, the Coen brothers where it's like, it either works perfectly like the the way that they they direct uh characters right because like their style of dialogue works perfectly for the big lebowski and hail caesar and uh raising arizona and uh oh brother where art thou like it, it fits it feels right and there's like a quirkiness to their characters like the funny voices that they do that that fits in those contexts but then i feel like some of their films like for me the ballad of buster scruggs and fargo well ballad of buster scruggs isn't fair because it's different throughout it's an anthology like i i didn't really like any of them though okay and i feel like that the, their style of character just didn't really fit with those stories as well okay. like the the funniest thing about fargo is the voice that they all have like the weird accent because it's not that's not a Minnesotan accent. Okay, it, that's, that's like the that's the funniest part about it and the bit about the bit about how uh, <laughs> he's just funny looking. <laughs> that, that's what I was gonna say. The best joke in Fargo is trying to describe how weird Steve, Steve Buscemi, Buscemi looks, yeah. looks, and then they're like funny looking how, and it's just like I don't know, just, I don't funny, know, just funny looking. <laughs> the the best scene in Fargo is the scene where she's talking to the two uh, prostitutes. Yeah. No, I think um, Fargo just worked all around because the idea of William H. Macy's character being so involved in this murder is just hilarious. 
I don't know. It's just William H Macy, also underrated actor. I like him. Yeah, all of it was it was good. I just didn't particularly enjoy it as much as some of their other ones. It, it left me with a meh. Okay, you know. Okay. Well, I don't know if. Oh wait, hang on. I just realized this is not on Coen Brothers. This is jumping back to Wolf of Snow Hollow. Okay. Um, you haven't seen Thunder Road yet. No. Watch it's... Thunder Road. Tell okay. me if you like it. If you don't like it, don't buy Wolf of Snow Hollow. Okay. If you do, then you should. Thunder Road's on Prime, yeah? It is, yeah. Yeah, okay. I'll watch it. Um, yeah. Because it, it has a lot of similarities. I'd say almost to a fault, but I think that it makes it different enough that it's not just just a rehash of the, the other movie. Even though that they're completely different in genre, there's some similar things going on. Right, yeah. The through lines because of the director. Yeah. I don't even think it's because of the director's experience per se, because the central character is somewhat similar, is what I'll say. Oh, um interesting. In his struggles of stress and occupation. I, I mean I would say that I think directors are often pulled to the same types of stories. So <laughs> It, that would be on the director picking it, but I don't even think that's what it is either because the stories are very different. It's just that the, there are surface level similarities between what's happening. Okay. okay. Not well, story wise, not, yeah, we'll talk about it after you've seen his movies. Yeah. Okay. And I'll, I'll probably, available. I'll probably buy Wolf of Snow Hollow and watch it. I mean, it's available to rent on the 27th. So, okay. Well, I won't, get, I just, I, I, I won't get to it by then, so. Yeah, see, I just didn't feel like waiting that long because I'm like, I just watched his other movie and I, one of my favorite movies I've seen all year. So I was like, I have to watch this now. I, I've been watching movies impulsively where it's like, I'll be like, oh, I have time to watch this movie. I don't want to. And then it'll be like 10 p.m. on a weeknight and I've got work in the morning and like a, a thing due and I'll be like, I'm going to watch this movie that I don't even have on my watch list yet. <laughs> and I'll oh, just watch it. Another movie I saw really liked the favorite. Oh yeah. I saw that on your, uh, on your activity on letterboxd. So I talked about it before on here, how I'd never quite gotten like why everyone is just head over heels for Yorgos Lanthimos. Yeah. Like, I understand that he is undoubtedly very talented and there's a lot to like in his movies, but there wasn't one that had, like, had me completely sold where I was like, this is an amazing movie. Um, the favorite delivered. It, it had the best parts of Yorgos Lanthimos without the worst parts, I'd say. It was... It had all of his stylistic camera movement his very very specific dialogue although the dialogue wasn't the same i need to double check something um to see if he wrote his others um because i know he didn't write the script um, um i think also emma stone just 
Emma she Stone always kills it. Yeah. Emma Stone is is fantastic. Well, what happened to your audio there? What happened to my audio? It just got real weird for a second. I have no idea. I'm not listening to the audio that you're hearing, so I don't know. Oh, well, it was bad. Um, okay, so yeah, Yorgos Lanthimos wrote The Lobster. He wrote The Killing of a Sacred Deer. Uh, did he write it? Yes, he did. But he did not write The Favorite. Uh, I haven't seen The Lobster or The Killing of a Sacred Deer. We were going to watch The Killing of a Sacred Deer together, and then we didn't. And then I watched it. Sorry about that, John. That's okay. We didn't like make plans to. You were just like, oh, I'm going to watch that this week. And I was like, oh, we should watch it together. And you were like, yeah. And then you watched it, and I didn't. So There was something that came up, because we had had a time, I think. And then you were doing something, and I was like, I'm still going to watch it. I think we changed it to be uh, a different movie with Bobby and Andrew is what happened. Oh, yeah, that's what it was. We watched Hereditary instead. Which was fun. Yeah. I needed to see that anyway, and I wouldn't have watched it on my own. Same. I, I don't think I would have watched that alone. Um, which, looking back, wasn't... Like it would have been fine. Yeah, yeah. Looking back on it now, I yeah, it would have been okay. I did that with it too. I watched it with Andrew, and then after watching it, I was like, eh, I could have done that. After watching the car yesterday, we were like, oh, we should watch. Well, I didn't want to watch something scary, but Zion was like, we're gonna watch something scary. So then, uh, put on uh, the Haunting of Bly Manor. I didn't see the Haunting of Hill Hill House because too scary for little boy me um so then we're it's been on my list and i just haven't got around to it so we watched the first episode of that and apparently uh it was very scary but i was just kind of sitting there like all right cool (laughs) there it okay i have a criticism of Horror as a genre. Yeah. Having something in the back of a frame isn't necessarily scary. No, I agree. Just being like, oh, look, there's a guy in a costume back there. It's not. <laughs> what What is scary is I think like that you can do that well. I think Hereditary does that well, where if you're just not paying attention and then you see it out of the corner of your eye, you go, oh, and it, it's it works really well, but if you overdo it, which the horror always does, where it's just like, oh, thing was there, but thing's not there anymore. It's just like, okay, well, I think it actually worked better in the car. They did that when he walked through his garage, and you're like, wait, is that the car in his garage? How did it get there? And then it doesn't show it for a few seconds, and it cuts back. And the car is just sitting in his garage. The, the doors are closed and everything is just there. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. The, there, There is like a, a horror trope of there's something in the frame that isn't obvious. And then you look away and then you look back and it's gone. And it's like, oh, scary. It disappeared. And it's just, I don't know. It never works, you know? Yeah. 
I think it does that too. It, I don't know why it is my frame of reference for horror, I guess. Cause it's like the first horror horror movie that I really watched, but like, I always come back to it because a lot of people are like, Oh, it's a great horror movie. And I'm like, eh, not really. I still haven't watched it. I would call it sci-fi, honestly. Um, what is my, I'd say the first horror movie that I was like, and this isn't even something I call horror either was, uh, the quiet place. I wouldn't, I wouldn't like, consider that horror, but. But it has horror elements. Like that it can be jump scary and it's about running from a monster, you know? Yeah, I guess. Um, I, I never particularly thought of it as being scary, but. Yeah, I know it's not, but. But I mean, if I had watched it when I was younger, I didn't watch that movie until uh, I was like 13, so. A Quiet Place? You were 13? Yeah. yeah. There's no way. It wasn't out when you were 13. Are you sure? I'm pretty sure that's a 2016 movie, John. The Quiet Place? Yeah. I'm almost certain. It, it definitely wasn't out when you were 13. Oh, I'm. you know what? You're right. I'm thinking of a different movie entirely. What are you thinking of? I don't want to say. No, t- so, tell. This is going to be really, really sad that I've mixed these up. I am thinking of... Um, I'm thinking of the movie about Corey Ten Boom. Oh, The Hiding Place. The Hiding Place. That's Also, that like, makes sense why you said The Quiet Place instead of A Quiet Place. Yeah, I was thinking of the wrong thing. Uh, a Quiet Place is not scary at all. A Quiet Place is... Also, I would consider that sci-fi. Yeah, also, The Hiding Place, you must have thought I was insane. I, I did. I was like, what the fuck are you movie. talking about? There's no jump scares in a, in a hi, in The Hiding Place. I was like, I don't know. And I was like, <laughs> oh, well, it has horror elements. And you were like, I guess? <laughs> I mean, yeah, I don't know. I, I, didn't, I didn't understand what you were saying. But yeah, no, A Quiet Place is, is technically, I think, a, a thriller. Yeah. Let's see. On... Letterboxed, the listed genres are drama, science fiction, horror. I, I, I guess it's kind of horror. I think it's supposed to be horror. I just don't consider it horror. More and more, I've realized horror movies are not scary. And I just had a weird thing in my head. Um, I, well, there was a, I don't know. It's a, it's a thing that like growing up, I think my parents were always like horror movies. They're scary. And, you know, everybody has that. And it's, like, ingrained in me that, oh, you, you're going to be terrified and have nightmares. Uh-huh. That never happens. <laughs> I got I really, really excited for Greta, the movie Greta that came out a couple of years ago. And I was I like, was this gonna is going to be it. so, so scary. That movie sucks ass. I was going to watch it because it was on Cinemax when I had that trial. And then I looked it up on Letterboxd and I was like, John hated this movie. Yes, I <laughs> fucking hated that movie. I saw it with Alyssa and both of us when we left were like, why did we sit through that entire film? We should have just left. <laughs> One I am very excited for is uh, St. Maud. That looks good. Oh, I don't, I don't think I've seen anything 
on that? It's the like new A24 artsy horror movie from I think, I think the director artsy, Rose Glass. Art artsy horror, as you just called it, is probably the best horror stuff that I've seen. Or some horror comedies, I'd say. Like uh uh yeah, like Tucker and Dale versus Evil. Uh Extraordinary. Cabin in the Woods. A little shop of horrors. Yeah. Have you seen Cabin in the Woods? I have. I liked it. Fucking love that movie. It was a solid, solid movie. You know what we should do? Uh-huh. If the if if it's soon that we can like see each other in person again, we should do some sort of uh Stephen King movie binge because Stephen King books, movies, all of his stuff is is garbage. And I love how terrible it is. And I have you seen the Dark Tower movie from 2014? No, I have not. Oh, it is so bad. It is so bad. And I need you to watch it with me. So and you haven't seen it, so we can watch it and it chapter two. Uh-huh. And we should just we should get together and binge terrible Stephen King movies. Was The Shining Stephen King? Uh, the Shining is Stephen King, um, but Stephen King didn't like the movie because it changed elements of his story. So he remade it in the miniseries with a different director, and it is much more dorky. Um, yeah, I think I heard something about him not liking it whenever Doctor Sleep came out. Yeah, yeah. Stephen King, Stephen King doesn't actually like horror. Stephen King likes mysticism. So like his stories always revolve around strange and peculiar events, right? His stories almost are I don't Shawshank is 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 interesting cuz it it's from a, a a collection of short stories and they're very different from the rest of his work. That's the one one of his books that I want to get the the four seasons, whatever it's called. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, it's called skeleton crew. Wait, it is. I think. Um, uh, hang on. We'll actually keep talking. We'll cut this out. Actually, yeah, because... I'll cut. I'll cut silence. Uh... Okay. Oh no, it's a, a collection called Different Seasons. Oh, okay. I think Skeleton Crew is in that collection. Um, let's see. Um, it should say on Wikipedia. Yes, it is. Okay. No, it, it's a collection of. It says preceded by Different Seasons, followed by Four Past Midnight. Wait. In uh, different seasons, the novellas are Rita Hayworth and the Shawshank Redemption, uh, Apt Pupil, The Body, The Breathing Method. Um, yeah. Skeleton Crew in- includes, is, is another listing of short stories. What's in that one? Uh, the Mist, Here There Be Tigers, The Monkey, Kane Rose Up. Mrs. Todd's Shortcut, The Jaunt, The Wedding Gig, Paranoid, A Chant, The Raft, 
Word Processor of the Gods, The Man Who Would Not Shake Hands, Beach World, The Reaper's Image, Nona for Owen, Survivor Type, Uncle Otto's Truck, Morning Deliveries, Milkman Number One, Big Wheels, A Tale of Laundry Game, Milkman so Number Two, Grandma, uh, The Ballad of the Flexible Bullet, and The Reach. That's so many. This one has four. Um, but, well, I was right, though. Yes, you were correct. Okay. That's all that matters. That's what all, this was just about my vanity. Um, I want to make a, an 80s movie. That's what I want to do. And I don't mean like an 80s movie. I mean like the style of 80s movies. Not like, okay, actually not the style. The style of like Dazed and Confused, the Richard Linklater film. Is it Richard? Is that his name? I don't know. Uh, the guy who did Boy. I know the movie though. Linklater, what's his, what's his first name? I, I know what you're saying. You don't want to make an 80s nostalgia film. And you don't want yeah. to make an 80s stylistic film. You want to make a film in the style of those 80s films. Yeah. Um, where it's like very much immersed in like youth culture and like loose narrative structure. Um, I was right, Richard Linklater. Um, I don't know, something about it just like really appeals to me. I think that it would be cool to make one of those movies if they had been made now. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Cut it all. Cut all of it. Leave that in, no context. Um, cut out everything before and after it and just say, cut it all. Ah, John's being intimate with his mic again. Um, <laughs> let's see. I think that this has actually been a decent year for movies, despite it being the worst year for movies ever. Because recently, there have been four slam dunks of movies that have come out. The four most recent movies that I've seen on Letterboxd are Wolf of Snow Hollow, Devil All the Time, I'm Thinking of Ending Things, and Tenet. All great movies, I'd say. Wolf of Snow Hollow, Devil All the Time, I'm Thinking of Ending Things, and Tenet. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I've only seen two of those, but... And you didn't like one of them. So well, well, look, I didn't hate it. I just and I liked it more as I've thought about it, you know. So, and some people would cite *The Five Bloods* as a masterpiece, but they're wrong. Um, I still so. haven't watched it. I still haven't watched a lot of things. I haven't watched most of the movies that have come out in 2020, to be honest. I'd say to watch it with in mind that it's Chadwick Boseman's last performance, and he does a great job. Yeah, so that'd be the best reason to watch it. I'd say. Yeah, I'll, I'll definitely get around to it at some point. And there are other things that have come out that I want to see, like uh, Spike Lee's uh, version of American Utopia with uh, David Byrne. I had not heard anything about that. I didn't know that was a thing. So, okay. I'm sure I've talked about this on the podcast before. 
because I won't shut up about, okay, maybe not, but really big fan of the concert movie, Stop Making Sense with the talking heads. And, and uh, it's directed by Jonathan Demi, who did Silence of the Lambs. Okay. Um, that is a great piece of work. It's just good on every level. The music's good. The direction's good. The show is just incredible. Um, I think I've talked about it because I've made a reference to David Byrne's big suit that he wears in Stop Making Sense because we talked about John Mulaney and the Sack Lunch Bunch, <laughs> Sack Lunch Bunch, and there is a reference to that concert film in his special because there's David Byrne in it, and then there's a girl wearing a big suit next to David Byrne. It's like, oh, because that's what David Byrne wore. I anyway. don't think you've mentioned that, honestly. I don't remember any of this. Okay, well, so I love this movie. Um, well, this concert. Um, it is so good. Uh, but David Byrne, after all of these years, now that he's an old man, he has his Broadway show, which is just really cool in general that he's still making stuff, you know? Yeah. He could get yeah. retired. And it's not like the kind of artist who, like, <laughs> they reach where they should have retired and then they're still like making things because they're poor and they wasted all of their money. Right. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's like clearly something he's passionate about. Uh, so I have known about this Broadway show for a while and lots of people that I like and respect have talked about seeing this show like Edgar Wright posted something about it being the best live experience he's ever had for any performance. I was like, that's pretty cool. And like lots of other people that I'm like, oh, their opinion means something too. And then they talk about just how amazing it is. And then I heard, oh, they're making a live version, like a recording of the live show. I was like, that's great. I'll be able to watch it. And then they were like, and Spike Lee's directing it. I was like, interesting choice. I'm not like a Spike Lee stan or anything, but at least they got like, they got a notable director who has a style. Yeah. And I'm interested to see how we'll combine with David Burns weird stylistic vision that he has for his performances. Um, So they filmed it for HBO, but my HBO expired. So I haven't been able to watch it yet. Sorry. That was very long winded. And it's just something I care about. And it's been frustrating me that I haven't seen it yet. No, it's interesting. I hadn't heard of it. Um, the new one is called American Utopia. I haven't said that yet. I don't think. I, no, I don't think you did. I, I do apologize for yawning a lot. I'm just actually tired. Not because you're boring. Oh, I don't care. <laughs> the audience doesn't even know, probably. No, they can't hear it. Yawns aren't very loud, are they? Uh, they can be. I see you did that on purpose. I mean, but I do sometimes yawn like that. 
we need to end this. This one's a mess. Yeah, let's. I'm gonna stop recording. All right, bye, listeners. Sorry about this episode. We apologize. Um, <laughs> it's not our best work. <laughs> yeah, we can blame it on Zion. Wait, no, that's what you were saying. You were saying it was chaos. I and I denounced that. I don't believe that. Sorry.